Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 155, and today I have a special guest back on the show. I say back on because she's been on before, and her name is Karen Faxon, and she is back on to give us some updates on some new things that Amazon has implemented in the optimization as far as your listing goes, title, description, you know, bullets, all of that good stuff, keywords, everything. She's going to give us the uh, the updates to that because some new things has just come out and she's been working with some of her clients and that's how she knows. So she is going to share that all with us. Now, I have to say, before we move on here, it's a little odd for me today to really get fired up because so darn cold outside. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course, but it really is. I mean, it's like, uh, gosh, this morning was like 10 degrees, but yet minus like five with the wind chill. And I'm just not liking it here in New York right now, guys. And for those of you guys that are longtime listeners, you guys know that I'm heading south. You know, I'm heading south and I can't wait. Now, the positive here is, is that there's not a lot of snow on the ground. So that's good, right? But man, oh man, it feels like I'm chilled to the bone all the time and I've got the heat running and everything. But man, this is why I don't like the Northeast. Sorry for anyone out there that loves skiing and all that good stuff. Uh, you know, more power to you. I did that too when I was younger, but I'm good now. I'm, I'm ready to move on. Uh, all right. So I'm, I'm really excited to share again with you, uh, you know, this special guest and we're going to talk all about optimizing your listing and all of that. If you have not listened to the episode that I did with her before, all the way back on episode 86, I strongly recommend checking that out when you get a chance, okay? That's theamazingseller.com forward slash 86. Now, this show will be completely different. We're going to be talking about all of the new updates and some really good advice on how to create a really, really optimized, a well-optimized listing, that is, all right? And this episode is 155, so the show notes to this episode will be over at theamazingseller.com forward slash 155. Five, five. Now, before I do jump into today's interview, I did want to remind you, especially if you're brand new, if you have not attended one of my live workshops where I walk you through the five phases for launching your product, you can always register for an upcoming one by visiting theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. Now, this is live. This is where I will be on there with you. I'll walk you through the five phases, and then from there, I'll also answer live Q&A at the end. We have a lot of fun. I love sitting around virtually a table and talking about this stuff. That's kind of how I envision that I am with all of you guys is just sitting around chatting about this stuff. So if you want to attend one of them, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. All right, guys. What do you say? Let's listen to this interview that I did with Karen Faxton. She's going to break it all down on how to optimize our listings, especially with all of the new updates. So enjoy the interview. Well, hey, Karen, thank you so much for uh, spending another uh, day with us here at the TAS uh, uh, headquarters. Uh, how's it going, Karen? <laughs> going good. Good to be back. It's always fun to hang out with you. Yeah, no, this is really, really um, great to have you back. And uh, just to let everyone know, the reason why we decided to do this was you emailed me, a, I don't know, maybe three, four days ago, and you you said, hey, your, your uh, listeners might be interested in this. And there was some updates and some changes that um, Amazon had um had, uh, I guess, implemented and, and added, and you wrote a, a humongous post on it. And um, at first, I was thinking, well, of course, I'm going to share it, and maybe I should just do a podcast by myself and kind of read through it. And I'm like, but you know what? Maybe I should just have Karen come on, because we're going to have questions. So <laughs> here you are. So 
why don't you just kind of take, because I, I, okay, and I think and anyone listening right now, I've already given you the pre-intro, but uh, Karen's already been on the show before, episode 86, if you want to go listen to that, all about optimizing your listing and just a, a wealth of information, and she's been doing it uh, a very long time, but go back to that episode if you haven't heard that one, because it's uh, filled with gold nuggets, uh, but today's going to be really something fresh that kind of just recently happened that some of your clients, I guess, have discovered and then you've kind of implemented. So why don't you just lead us through what the changes are and kind of what this means? Okay, sure. Um, anybody that has had any contact with me for any length of time realizes that one of my pet peeves about Amazon had always been the huge amount of confusion and conflicting information when it came to title character counts, mm. even within the same category. If you looked in one place and you looked in another, you got a completely different story, and it just blew everybody's mind, seasoned sellers, but especially beginners that didn't have a clue. And I started contacting Amazon, I guess now it's been four months, maybe five months ago, and just what was relentless. What are we going to do about these titles? What are we going to do about these titles? And eventually connected with a seller support rep whose name is Peter. And he and I began working to bring about some pretty cool changes in Amazon regarding title character counts. And while we're cleaning all of that up, uh, to make sure it's still in the process, not finished yet, to make sure that, uh, you know, the add a product title, product name section said the same thing as the style guide, said the same thing as the website, said the same thing as the flat file, blah, blah, blah. We started looking at other issues as well as they came up. And without any kind of official announcement or any big deal. They did have it on the homepage of Seller Central where you get the news and, and whatnot in there for maybe a day. Amazon released the first one of these updated style guides in the home, kitchen, garden, pet category and subcategory on December 17th. Okay. And when I took a look at it, Peter didn't even know it had come out. I emailed him and said, holy cow, look at this. And he said, what are you talking about? Send it to me. <laughs> so they didn't even tell him. But um, the changes are super cool and go way beyond just title counts. I was so excited to see that they had put some other information in here. And while everything we're going to talk about today is specific to Home Garden Pets Kitchen, um hopefully, fingers crossed, they're going to go in and implement these same changes in many of the other style guides as well. But we're talking about expanded character links for titles in this category and the sub associated subcategories, um, clarification about what is allowed and what isn't allowed. Mm. There was a lot of confusion about that. Warnings, they have actually put warnings in here. Uh, I thought it was so funny when I read some of them because that you can tell they are trying to slam the door on people that want to jump through loopholes. Mm -hmm. um, they have a few hints in here about Amazon search engine rankings. Uh, you get expanded character length, legal expanded character length for bullets. Uh, and, drum roll please, they have allowed one legal HTML tag uh, to huh. be used in the product description section where previously none of them were legal. Yes, I understand you could put them in there and 
probably 85% of the time the system would accept it. Mm -hmm. Amazon had gotten to the point, we gotten a lot of feedback from sellers that said, it's just not going to take it. Uh, so Amazon has been cutting off seller accounts from the ability to even input HTML. So Okay, okay. But huh. this one, the one, the one tag that they have right now is would make a big difference on its own. Um, and where would you find that? Where would you find you would just put that in where your description goes? Yep. Okay, so it's just a standard H one tag. Uh, no, actually, the tag that they are now legally allowing in the product description is the paragraph tag. Oh, okay, okay. So you don't have one big giant block of text anymore. Ooh, I like that. Uh, yeah, you can break it up legally into paragraphs and they won't you don't have to hold your breath wondering are they going to come back and delist my my product you know until i bring it under compliance if you are putting listings up in home garden pets kitchen you can legally now use the paragraph html tag gotcha okay so, okay yeah, and that and that yeah exactly yay let's all say yay together because that is annoying right to have this big block of text that is so hard to read i mean everyone wants to scan it's like bullets right and if for not being able to do that legally we're air quoting it uh you know and like you said like 85 percent of people are probably still doing it and getting through but there's always that chance that you know you're you are breaking a rule in a sense that you could possibly get in trouble for it and get shut down for a week or two or whatever how long it takes to to get that fixed um, this, this is really, really interesting. And I really do hope that this is like the start of them cleaning things up and then also moving it into the other categories. Cause I mean, I get a lot of people that are saying, you know, yeah, but I'm playing by the rules, but no one else is. And it's not fair. And I mean, how many times you see images with, you know, all this graphic stuff on there, right? It's like, we know it's not legal, but they're doing it and your competitors are doing it. So you're getting upset. But I, and I always tell people just patience, right? It's like, you know, eventually yes. it'll be like the Google slap, I'm assuming. And, um, and then everyone that played by the rules will, will stick and everybody else will kind of fall below. Well, I can tell you now, I am seeing a lot less of the spammy, obnoxiously long titles and mm. the bullets that are a paragraph each instead of having, you know, a, a few were 150, 200 characters each or something like that. Way less of that. And I have even had clients that said every or prospects, you know, they would say, if this is what you're recommending, how am I going to sell anything? And for some reason, people think that long spammy copy is equivalent to higher conversions. It is not. Mm. It absolutely mm. is not. Um, but people would come to us and say something like, well, everybody else is, is using this longer type of copy. And I would go in and do a search for whatever they said that they thought their primary keywords would be. And no, actually, two-thirds of the people on the first page were, pl were playing by Amazon's rules and one-third were using the spammy extremely long tactics, you know, mm -hmm. with the longer titles and the longer bullets and everything like that. Um, the other thing that we get as far as product descriptions, talking about HTML in there, we get a lot of people that are confused when they see images in the product description. And I'm, I'm going down a rabbit trail real quick. This has nothing to do with style guide mm -hmm. improvements, but just to mention sure. uh, vendors who are major corporations that sell wholesale directly to Amazon. They're also allowed to sell their own products on Amazon. They get special privileges and can use images in the product description. Uh, A-plus sellers, which is an invitation-only type of listing for also big, huge, major companies, uh, they can use images. And then listings that Amazon creates 
that it's selling for itself, of course, they can put images in the product description. So people see that they're there. They don't understand that there are different levels of sellers. And they think, well, if this guy can do it, then why can't I put images in? They put an image in and they get clocked by Amazon and their yeah. item is delisted. Yeah, yeah. So just because you see somebody else doing it doesn't mean it's legal for you to do it. Right, right. No, 100%. Yeah, I, I agree. And okay, I mean, be, be, before we really dig into that other stuff, though, that we want to talk about, like just because you talked about conversion, like what do you think really? I mean, I know we talked about this on episode 86, but let's just do it again really, really quick. What do you think the number one conversion mechanism is that someone should really make sure that they pay attention to? Like what's the number one thing that you could say is one of the biggest mistakes, but also one thing that you think that has to be in there that that will affect your conversion to a certain degree? Um... Putting you on the spot, I know. <laughs> well, there's just there's not just one. I mean, you're asking for one, so I'm kind of weighing them in my head because it, they all work together. The title is very important, but if you are writing titles according to Amazon uh, rules and regulations, then there's not a lot in that title other than information. And I honestly think that Amazon does that on purpose. Be, and the reason that I think it works with all these, you know, all the stuff that Amazon feeds us and says, uh, you know, we test these up one side and down the other, and this is what gets the most clicks. I think it's because it has a limited amount of information. Mm -hmm. If the buyer wants to make a purchase, they are forced to click multiple listings to get the details. Right. So it actually improves, or like I said, this is my guess, underline the word guess. This is not something that Amazon has told me, sure. but it, it would make sense because they wouldn't have a choice but to click to multiple listings to see what the details of that particular product are in the bullets in the product description. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I can't name one. It all works together. I, I hate to say that there's one because then everybody listening to you is going to go change that one thing and come back and say, it didn't work. Right, right. And it, they all, all the elements play together. Yeah, so, no, I, I, I agree. And I mean, I, I guess kind of leading through all of that, like you said, it does work together. Um, I mean, and it just, it, you know, maybe you can say if you agree or disagree, but like for me personally, like if a lot of people, they're, they're, they're scanning, right? They're you, not number yep. one, the title is going to help you get found because of the keywords that are in there. So that's number one, the search, right? is going to help you. But then from at that point, when you're scanning an image to me is like really, really important because that's going to let you say, oh, this looks good. Right. And then you're going to click in. And then once you click in, then yes, you have the bullets, you have some description and you have the reviews. So all of that stuff does work as the conversion mechanism and that stuff can always be improved um, for the most part. But the image to me is one of the more important things. I mean, my background is in photography as well. So I know how important that image is to grab the attention uh, rather than just it looking like you, you know, cut something out with a pair of scissors and slapped it up there as a Photoshop. You know, it's like you didn't right. really do a good job or have a professional um, photographer do that. So you're, you're right. There isn't one. But if I was to say on the surface level to get someone to click into my listing, it would be a picture and title. Um, I mean, they're really the two only things that you can see until you click in. Right. Exactly. Well, no, not necessarily. I well, mean, that's on true. That, that's on true. The, the, yeah. the search results page, you get the review, the stars will show up that's and true. you get that snippet that, that little usually snippet. will come out of a bullet. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. You're right. So you get a little bit of additional information too, but yes, the title is, is very important, but, um, 
we don't marketing words doesn't handle images so i can't really speak to images i know i love to look at images yeah. and you're right i i would much prefer i feel more comfortable just as a shopper yeah with professional professionally done images instead of homemade looking ones yeah exactly okay cool so let's let's dig into this you know to you know the actual the post that you kind of wrote maybe like scan through it and kind of pull out some of those key pieces that we uh that we should probably be talking about okay uh, in this general home category, which also covers, like we've said before, pets and kitchen and garden and things of that nature, um, what we previously had was an 80-character limit on bullets, and we had a 100-character limit on titles. Mm -hmm. Both of those have changed, and now you get 200 characters for each of those. So every bullet can be up to 200 characters mm. and the title can be up to 200 characters. Now let wow. me stress here, just because you can put 200 characters in all these different places doesn't mean you necessarily should. Mm. There are products out there that are very self-explanatory that people are actually shopping based on features because they already fully understand the benefits so they're looking for those special features or something like that. They don't want to read 200 characters worth of a bullet point. Sure. It's quick. If you're dealing in a market that deals with men, I don't know if you are one of these, Scott, but stereotypically men do not like to read online. <laughs> Raising my hand. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a, a, a primarily male audience, you don't want to be putting long copy up there mm. because they will roll their eyes. Yep. And generally in an e-commerce situation, people in general don't like to read a lot. It's yeah. a very quick, quick. you know, yeah. glance, scan it, look at it, drop the bullets, go down to the product description. Or if you're on mobile, that's reversed. You would see the product description first and then you would see the bullets. Right. Um, so all of that you need to take into consideration. I get a lot of folks that uh, email with questions and they don't understand. They say, well, I, I, I can fit 350, 400, 500 characters into one bullet point. So I want my bullets to be 500 characters each. And I'm mm. saying, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you end up with one giant, massive block of words on that Amazon page. And I bet you a dime to a dollar, three quarters of the people that look at that go, ooh, and keep on scrolling because mm -hmm. it's just too much to read. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. So you get 200 characters legally for the title. Um and you have some additional do's and don'ts in the title that Amazon has put into play. And they specifically say not to use all caps mm -hmm. in the title. Uh, let me see what else is in here that was don't include price and availability. They have gone further into what they call subjective or... Um, marketing language that they do not want in titles mm. and they're including awesome and great and best and number one and things of that nature. And here's one of the, the loopholes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Apparently they must've had a lot of people that did this. It specifically says, do not attempt to get around any of these rules by changing your product's brand name to number one bestseller or another term that is prohibited by Amazon. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, that makes so, sense. I mean, look at the yellow pages. A lot of people name their, their business a, 
something, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. a, a touch of green or something because they were a lawn company or something and they wanted to be uh, number one in the yellow pages. And, and you know, it's, it's, a, it's a loophole, but people have been doing it for years. But you're right. Yes. Okay. That, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. Am- Amazon, I have had several seller reps a year or so ago even that have told me that the kitchen subcategory in specific, but the home category in general had just been absolutely hammered by people that were blatantly breaking the terms of service and and just ruining it's Amazon site. You know, we're welcome to come sell on it, but it's Amazon site. So we have to play by Amazon's rules. Sure. And so many people had just absolutely thumbed their nose at Amazon and said, you know, we're not doing it. We're going to do it the way we want to do it. So Amazon's stamping its foot and saying, heck no, it's our site and you're going to play by our rules or or you can go away. So they they really tightened up on people that are trying to do things that they should not be doing. Mm. And, and I, I think it's it's good that they're doing this and I think it's great. My question is, is how are they going to police it? Are they going to have filters yeah. in there that are going to pick up this stuff when they're trying to put the title in? That would be the simplest thing. You know, as as they're writing out the title, it would pick up some of these words like you can't use special, you can't use top, you can't use, you know, things like that, um, that are common words. Like, I mean, you see people putting in there like Black Friday special in their title. Yes. Yes. You know, and I don't have an answer for that. I have wondered the same thing myself, because if if HTML is not allowed in the product description and so far in every category except this one, which only has one legal tag. Uh, you're not allowed to use HTML, then why does the the add a product and the flat file accept it? Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be able to accept shouldn't it. Shouldn't be able and, to, exactly. And the only thing I can think of is that they don't have separate systems for, well, let me re- re- rephrase. Everything starts in the same general system. Mm-hmm. And then, for instance, Author Central has the ability to use bolding and bullets and where they have cute little buttons over there. You know this. You've yep. just put up a book. So it's yep. really simple to format your listing in Author Central if you are an author. Right. Uh, Vendor Central, same way. But my guess is that everything goes into this main system first through Seller Central and then they never thought to put any limitations in there. But mm-hmm. I've... I've would be willing to bet money that they're working on it now. As yeah. a matter of fact, we've seen people, I, I think I mentioned earlier, that said they wanted HTML in their product description, for example, um, and we'll write it the way the client wants us to write it. They went to put it in, was brand new listing, uh, and came back to us and said it won't take it. Hmm. So I am fully convinced that Amazon has the ability to either police things on an individual account basis, or maybe they do updates and older listings are grandfathered, but the newer listings, you know, aren't able to, to do what they were doing before. Gotcha. Those would be, those would be some guesses that would make sense based on what we're seeing. So, yeah. And what's your, what's your thoughts on this? If, if I'm a, you know, seller and I see my competitor or competitors are doing these things like black Friday, say all this stuff, you know, would you personally say to, you know, contact Amazon and say that they're violating uh, terms of service? There is a way to do that. Um, I think it's called the performance team. Mm Mm-hmm. Something like that. You could contact Seller Central if that's something you're interested in doing. But 
Um, so many people are coming from Amazon that are eBay sellers, and it's the Wild West on eBay. Yeah. You know, they don't have these strict rules and regulations. You can pretty much write whatever you want to within reason and format it however you want to format right. it. So I honestly believe that there are a lot of people on Amazon who just assume and never bother to look because that's the way it was on eBay. Right. There are others that purposely, I mean, they whether you've taken a course that completely led you off track and mm -hmm. told you things that it shouldn't have been telling you to begin with, and that's what you've been taught, so that's what you believe, or whether you've had some other experience on Amazon seeing other listings that did it and assuming it was okay. Right. Um, and all of that, again, it's confusion, it's conflicting, Amazon needs to clean it up, but yep. they're working on it. So. Yep, yep, that's awesome. Okay. Okay, bullets. Bullets. Um, you get 200 characters. Uh, let's see what they've had in here. They go into a lot more detail. Instead of simply saying, um, you know, not to use exclamation points and blah, 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 you get a lot more detail about keeping information factual and descriptive as well as compelling you know they tell you that you you need to give information that will help the customer see the value in your products with features and benefits okay um and that's pretty much what you've always been doing anyway. I mean, you and I, yes. if I recall the last time, I mean, we were talking pretty, you know, um, extensively about this. But, you know, in your bullets, it's, you know, a lot of times, you know, people want to talk about the features. But, I mean, really, we want to talk about the benefits and then throw in some features. But, um, I mean, has, has anything changed There's a way that you write that? Um, you personally? No, not really. Our team is still writing the same way that we did before, but we've got some additional leeway here because sure. they also have um, information in the updated style guide for this category that lets you, it says to keep the information focused on the product rather than related products, but that you can say something to the effect of, you know, if you're selling Epson printers and ink cartridges and whatever. Now you can say compatible with Epson series oh, okay. 2473 or whatever. If you have um, a product that supports that, a product that supports that or okay. that it's compatible with, yep. uh, you can list that. Well, for you example, can, if you're selling an iPhone case, but you don't sell an iPhone, you can say compatible with the iPhone 6. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. So, or there are, um, my first thought goes to replacement products, replacement electronic toothbrush heads yep. and replacement bulbs for equipment and whatever. You know, yeah. you can now say compatible with whatever, whatever. Yeah, and whatever brand. It's not like you're you're not infringing on their brand because you're just saying that it's compatible and it'll work with this brand. Exactly. You know, a Keurig coffee uh, maker. You, can, you have a little thing that makes the coffee, the little container. Yours fits a Keurig. Right, exactly. And it's you aren't claiming to be that brand. Exactly. You're it's a generic saying, brand. Yeah, it's yours will work with, yep. you know, whatever whatever whatever. That, that's so. actually that's actually good. That that's actually good news that that that's actually in there and that now you can do that. I know before people were doing it and I there was kind of that gray area, should you shouldn't you? Um but I'm kind of glad now that that is there because I mean that is important because we do have a lot of products that we and I I always teach people. It's like, you know, if, if you're having 
tough time finding products, find products that are selling really well and then find accessories for those products that you can create right. a better user experience to use that, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Some of the don'ts that they have with the bullets um, have remained the same. They're saying don't feel obligated to use all five fields. If you essentially, this is my paraphrase, if you can't do a good job with the bullets and you're just putting garbage in there to fill space, don't. Yeah. You know, they're saying three great bullets are way better than five weak ones. Gotcha. And I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. Um, and again, with the don't use the promotional messages, this is a place to describe the features and the benefits of the product. You don't want to talk about your company. You don't want to talk about your brand. You don't want to use promotional messages like sale or great value or hot this year or some examples that they put in here. Okay. You don't want to talk about pricing um, or shipping information or promotional information. All they've got sections for all of that, and they they don't want promotions in the bullets and whatever. So that's okay. a repeat of the others um, that was in there too. But uh, you don't get HTML in the bullets. Okay. And I re I realize that you can make it go in there, and you know I see little check marks and stars in there all the time. But legally. No HTML in the bullets, even still. The only tag is is the paragraph tag that's allowed in the product description now. And I would hope, though, again, that they would clean that up because you do see stars and uh, bullet points and, you know, these different things in there. And you're like, OK. And I mean, it looks good. I think if 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 they were smart, they would just create their own bullet right in front of it. Like everyone gets the same bullet, right? They do. Uh, well, yeah, but it's small. It's not like that 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 uh, obnoxious like check mark or or X oh, or right. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you know, there's people putting those in there. Um, what's your thoughts on capitalizing the first the first word of that and then putting a dash in there to draw attention to that bullet? It's not allowed. It's okay. never been allowed. They didn't have it in the other one uh, in the old style guide, but now it specifically says do not use all caps. They make the content hard to read, so they okay. don't want that to happen in there. I do think that it it does draw attention. Uh, that would be a change that I would be in favor of them allowing in the future, even yeah. though it is not allowed now, but I can fully understand how I mean, how are you going to regulate that? If you mm. put it into a style guide and you're making a rule that everyone is to follow, can you say that the first two words can be capitalized? The first four words? Right. Because people are going to abuse it. You know they will. Right. Everything, the whole bullet will be capitalized and they don't want that. And I agree that it does. Uh, if you have no, too totally. much, it makes it hard to read. No, so. I, I, I'm, and again, I, I mean, I just think that the reason why I've, I've done that and the reason why I have done that. Um, not my, my recent ones, but in the beginning ones I, I have, because I wanted to draw attention, not the entire bullet, but it was more of just the, the first word because you couldn't have any attention there, but if they could make it so you could maybe have a, a special bullet that everyone got, then you wouldn't, there would be no need to do that. Right. You know, but exactly. it just, it makes it scannable for me. You know what I mean? But if you're just reading like just a block of text again, it doesn't, there's nothing there. You need like a header in a sense, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I, I'm not. A huge fan of the new page layout because it takes those bullets and it shoves them underneath yeah. the product image, yep. which the image is very important, but I have to have information in mm. order to purchase. Now, is that just in the home 
kitchen garden pet space or is that across the board or is it kind of like they're testing it because i I know myself personally well i mean not every single listing i'm still getting some of the old layout and then some of the new layout but i've seen it in numerous categories okay because that has not been implemented um you know, on, on mine, I did see you, I think they switched it for like a month and then it came, it got, it went back. I don't know if they were testing a beta and then they brought it back. But for anyone listening, it's kind of like the first two bullets would show below and then you would have to click expand to read the rest. Yeah. And, and uh, if the title exceeded, I don't know how many characters it was, you would get the same thing with the title. They right. would only see a portion of the title and they would have to click more or yes. expand or view or whatever it said. Uh, to open it up to read the rest of the title. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, I don't know. May, I, I kind of wish they would take that new page layout away. Yeah. I didn't care. Even as a shopper, I didn't care for it. Mm, uh, yeah, me neither. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, product description. We have some do's and don'ts here. You still get the same character count in the product description. And what is that? 2,000. Okay. And that includes every character. So if you are using the paragraph HTML, you can you know obviously use open paragraph and closed paragraph. So technically two tags. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are going to count as characters. And I am, I believe, I don't have any proof, but I believe that in Amazon's system, it assigns more characters to HTML tags than are visible. Hmm. Meaning, if you put in uh, a bracket, P bracket for the paragraph tag, instead of that being three characters, Amazon's system might view it for whatever reason as five or six characters. Because we we used to get complaints a lot from uh, clients that would say, I am trying to put this into the product description section and it says it's 250 characters over. And you would go to Word, Microsoft Word, and open it up and do a word count and look at the characters and it wouldn't even be 2,000. It'd be, you know, 1,890 characters or something oh, like okay. that. okay. Yeah, wow. So we haven't nailed it down specifically, but we have seen a couple of things like just putting in an HTML tag and then looking at how many characters are left leads us to believe that Amazon counts, for some wacky reason, counts those tags as more than the visible amount of characters. So, mm. almost like gonna, uh, It's kind of almost like if you want to use HTML, you can, but it's going to be double the count. <laughs> so I'm not sure how it is. I mean, it's, it, it's really strange. But if yeah. you're going to use that going forward in the home category and those associated subcategories, know that it will take up, probably will take up more of your characters than just a standard letter. Okay. Yeah. So you want to watch for that. Watch for that. Um, still legally bolding bullets and whatnot are not acceptable, but right. let me tell you this little workaround. You can use asterisks oh. and spaces. So maybe you put an asterisk and two or three spaces and then a line that you might want to use as a bullet point, you will have double spaces in between your bullets because the paragraph tag automatically inserts a double space, but that's okay. That might just make it a little more visible. Mm. So you can do paragraph open tag, asterisk, three or four spaces, a line for your bullet point, and then the close paragraph tag, and then do the next thing for your second bullet point. This is down in the product description section still we're talking about. Yep, yep. Um, well, that makes sense. 
Yeah. So you can do a little generic work around that way and create uh, sort of a bullet list. Yeah, it's more scannable. It's more scannable and it's all now it's all legal in yep. the home category. So yep. you should be able to use that if you want to. Um, they also are still saying in the, well, not still, they have added what they said for the bullets and the titles for the product description. This is to talk about the product. This is not to promote your, your brand. This is not to drive people to your website. Um, this is not to cross sell other products. Okay. You know, you can mention that it's compatible with whatever, but. Everything needs to be about the particular product you're writing about. So no promotional messages. All that stuff goes in the, the section for that, not in your product description. And they're saying, um, never really understood this, they, which is something they've always said. Use Don't use special characters like the registration mark, trademark, copyright symbols, and whatnot. So hmm. That's in I the description? In the, well, anywhere. Anywhere, okay. In the title, they don't want it. The bullets, which... Okay. I've never really understood that. So okay, well, again, that's uh, but if that's there, we got to abide by it. That is well. <laughs> well, we have yeah. to. We somewhat. <laughs> so, somewhat. We With, within by. reason, right? <laughs> yep. Um. Okay, so that that takes us through through the description. So we've covered the title, the bullets, the description. Is that is that everything that that was included in that update? Nope. Search terms. Oh, search terms. Search terms. We got some changes here. Unfortunately, you do not get more space for search terms. Okay. Uh, it's still the 50 characters per line. And then if you're a standard FBA seller, you're going to get the five lines in the search term fields. If you are not an A-plus seller, you have not been specifically invited by Amazon to be an A-plus seller, uh, it makes no sense to put anything in the platinum keyword fields because it won't be used. Okay. Those platinum keywords are for platinum A-plus sellers, so... That won't help you a bit. They do have additional guidelines in for the keywords. Um, some of the stuff is the same, but a part of what they have said is that you should choose the terms that customers would think of when they're shopping. And I think that's an excellent point that doesn't get made enough. I have had clients that wanted to provide us with their own keyword research for Amazon. And when we took a look at it, it looked like it had been done for Google. Mm -hmm. And there's a huge difference. Yeah, oh, Amazon yeah. and Google are practically polar opposites in the way that they function and the purpose of their very existence. Amazon is there to sell people products. Yes. Google is there to provide information. Mm -hmm. So when you are doing keyword research for Amazon listings, let's see if I can come up with an example off the top of my head. Um, somebody was uh, selling a travel bag, like a, like a toiletry type of bag mm -hmm. that you would put in your suitcase when you were traveling. And some of the search terms that were returned to us had to do with vacation destinations. Right. Well, if somebody were searching for information or tips on what to pack or how to pack or something like that, that would be awesome. But when they're shopping to purchase a product they're not going to be searching for anything that has to do with the travel destination, unless they're maybe looking for a book. Right. No, we're not talking about books right, right now. No, we're talking no. products. Yeah. 
So you want to be careful when you're doing keyword research that your mindset is the same as the Amazon shopper. Put yourself in their shoes. Go to Amazon and start shopping, trying to find a product that's similar to what you're going to sell and see what you would type in. And then use that as a basis for your keyword research. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that. I, I mean, one one way that I personally do it is, um, and it takes a little bit of time, but, um, you know, I mean, I'll run an auto campaign and see from that what, what has been pulled from that report of actual searches that have been done. And obviously, I don't want to get the searches that just get a ton of impressions. I want the ones that actually get clicks and get sales. So over time, we can be refining and tweaking that, putting in the ones that are actually searched for in Amazon. But I get a lot of people that say, well, I just go over to Google and I'll get a, uh, I'll do a search over there. You know, that's not where you want to go. I think the, the easiest way to do it too, even if you don't have any data yet, is to, again, like you said, go as though like you're the buyer, but then start looking at the search terms that they're displaying for you, like in right. the drop down, right? You're going to see a list of most commonly searched for, for that particular search and related products and all of that good stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, me personally, I love looking at the pay-per-click data because that gives me like actual searches that they have done and I can see what is converted, what hasn't converted. And as we keep refining this, I think that you can keep making it better. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, one one thing on the back end, though, really quickly, I want to ask you because this happened and it was it was kind of strange um, and there's nothing in there really. And it's kind of confusing because when they show you an example of what to put in the back end of your keywords, they're showing you like a keyword and then a comma, a keyword, then a comma, a keyword, then a comma. But I've never put commas in, but I had a student of mine who did. And we didn't know that this was a reason until after the fact. And it, I don't know, maybe it was a fluke that it worked or not, but we were on a mastermind call talking about this. And she was like, I just you know, launched my product. I turned on pay-per-click and it's not coming up with any um, related searches. It's not coming up with any any keywords that, that it's telling me, any suggested keywords. And because it's scraping the listing and it's not finding anything. And I'm like, well, you know, in your back end, do you have your keywords? She's like, yes. And I said, well, let me ask you, do you have commas or anything in there? And she said, well, yeah. And I said, can you pull them out? So you pull them out and almost instantly she started getting suggested keywords. Yeah. Well, one thing that I found is people that only put a comma and not a comma and a space. Oh. Amazon is reading that line as one big giant word. Okay. So there is no word that says, you know, pet comma, dog, comma, brush, comma, that's all run together with no spaces. So that could possibly be a reason for it. Okay. Now, there is a place in Seller Central that tells you to put a comma. And like you said, when they show the example, it has a comma and a space. Mm. But... The va- I think they've cleaned up most of that now. The vast majority of them tell you do not use a comma, only mm-hmm. use a space. Right. That is the most efficient way to do it. If you use a comma, then you have to use a space or you're going to get, you know, like we just said, yeah. one, it's going to look like one big giant gobbledygunk word. Yeah. So I am. I just stick to 
use a space in between yeah, don't me too. comments. Me too. Okay, good. Anyway, I was just wanted to share that because it was kind of strange. We actually did it yep. live. Like we we were doing a hangout. We were talking about it, working her through it. And then she changed it. And by the end of it, she goes, hey, I just got to let you guys know it all. It, all my key, I, I've got like 100 keywords I'm showing, you know, as, as suggested now. So it, it instantly worked. Um, so it was kind of I interesting. Bet to kind that's of, what it was. Yeah. It had commas and no spaces in between. Yeah. So it saw all five lines. Each one was its own little gobbledygook word. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. That's very, very interesting. And the other quick thing I want to, be, before we wrap this up, I, I wanted to ask you, because this had happened uh, to me as well, personally, because um, you we, we had talked the last time, and, and there's a lot of like, yes, it, you can rank if you put keywords in your description. Some say it doesn't. Amazon, I think, says that it doesn't. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not really sure, you know, and and I'm not sure what your take is on that, like putting keywords in the description if you're going to show up or suggest it or, or get like related because of that. Um, but here's what happened to me. And just tell me, you know, if I'm crazy or if it was just a fluke again. But um, I had two listings go up at the exact same time. They were basically the same product, just one had a bundle and the other one didn't. I didn't do it as a variation. I did them as two separate listings. So they went live the exact same day. Now, in one of the one of the, um, not bullets, one of the, of the description, I had this particular keyword in there that I wanted to rank for. Not purposely, I just had it in there. And then in the other listing, the keyword wasn't anywhere else either, and it wasn't in the description either. Now, the one with it in the description ranked almost in two days, okay? Not like first page, but I could find it. The other one couldn't be found. Mm -hmm. So I added it back in to the other thing, and then maybe, I don't know, Two, two days later, I was now able to, to find it indexed. Yep. So does that mean that, yes, they are using that? Not, not necessarily that it's weighted the same, but it definitely does, does get indexed? Uh, no, it doesn't mean that. And to me, it is undeterminable. Okay. Amazon has in Seller Central in several places, and one place they even have it highlighted in yellow, that... Bullets and product description are not indexed for search. Yeah. Now, you hear stories like yours a lot, but like we were talking about when we were trying to define what the one most important element for conversions in a listing was, mm. it's the same with this. There's no way to single out every single thing that happened with those listings, even though they were basically the same. One was a bundle and yep. one was not a bundle. Right. And they had different amounts of traffic going to them. Unless they had identical everything, mm -hmm. identical search terms, identical PPC campaigns, identical everything, and that one word was the only difference, um, then you might be able to determine. But because Amazon's listing ecosystem, if you will, is all so intertwined and one thing plays with the other, it, it would be difficult for me to say, and I'm not one of these that says absolutely positively it does not help to have keywords in the bullets or the description. Uh, it could. I've just never seen any solid proof that it right, did. Right. So, and I, I've, I've heard the same thing. And yeah. that's why I always just recommend people, you know, create the bullets for the product and for the people. Don't just do it for search. Right. And, you know. 
chances are you're writing about a product. Chances right. are a lot of those keywords are going to naturally pop up exactly. in the bullets in the description anyway, because it's kind of hard to write about a product without using any descriptors. And the descriptors are your keywords. Exactly. And I guess the other part of that too is like, okay, let's say the bullets and the description don't help us rank organically or, you know, whatever. But I do believe, and I don't know, tell me if I'm wrong, but if you're running pay-per-click to be relevant for that keyword uh, Amazon is going to scrape your listing to see if there's any relevancy in there. And if that keyword's in your description or in your bullets, there's a chance then that it'll it'll increase the relevancy and then you can start going for that keyword. Could be. That would make sense. Um, Again, we're just throwing yeah. stuff out that we don't know for sure. I'm just saying like right. that would make sense. Like they scrape the listing and they I believe that they don't just scrape title and the backend keywords and then that's all you can rank for. But there's got to be some type of like you said, there's got to be some type of algorithm there that has relevancy for different keywords. And even like a broad, you know, broad keyword search term. I mean, you might, you know, go after this broad term, but then you get this really random keyword that's semi-related, but Amazon kind of knew it from past searches that have been done around that product. I mean, they've got so right. much probably in that algorithm that we have no idea. Um, right. That's why I just tell people, write it as, as uh, and, and don't stuff it, you know, but just write it as, you know, you're, you're trying to explain everything that you possibly can about that product. I had one cut one client that was hilarious. This was about a year ago and the writers finished the listing and we sent it to her and she was going back and forth and she was just hyper paranoid about Amazon search. Every little teeny tiny strategic advantage that she could possibly have, she wanted to have. Mm. And she emailed back and said, what is going on with all these hyphens? I see this is hyphenated and that is hyphenated. Is this some uh, secret to ranking higher in Amazon that I haven't heard about yet? I said, no, it's just grammatically correct. And she said, oh my gosh, <laughs> I didn't even think about grammar. I was so focused on ranking high in Amazon. I said, no, that's just the way you're supposed to write it. <laughs> that is funny. No secret, just proper. Yeah, it's just proper. There's no secret. It'll actually read well and it'll actually look professional. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Oh. A couple other things about the, the search terms here sure. that I want to mention before we uh, take off from this is that a couple of things that people tend to not realize any combination of the words in your title and in your search term fields are fully searchable. Now, if you're talking about PPC, which marketing words does not get involved with, you don't write copy for PPC. Amazon right. just pulls from the product name. So we don't do that. But I understand there is exact match options in sure. PPC campaigns. That's not the way that it works on an Amazon detail page. So don't feel like you have have to use exact match phrases and do the old nasty Google trick that thank goodness is no longer relevant where you repeat the same key phrase over and mm. over and over. It will not only destroy the readability of your copy, but it won't help you a bit. Right, right. Yeah. No, no. So, great, great point. Yep. So you don't, you don't have to worry about doing that. And uh, again, don't repeat the keywords in your search terms that you have in the title they are both considered searchable terms. There are lots of others that are also already searchable. You need to take the time to figure out what that are. The merchant name is already searchable. What you put in the brand name is already searchable. Those don't need to take up space in your search term fields. Okay, great, great. Yep. 
All right. So is there any other last little tidbits that you wanted to uh, to add or maybe uh, kind of recap a little bit on, on what we just uh, kind of went through real quick? It is getting more and more important, I guess is, is the best word, to play by Amazon's rules. I see, I'm not trying to, to drop any hints here. Nobody has confided anything to me from Amazon, but I can see the direction they're going, especially with the changes that have taken place in this home category style guide. And they are on a mission to stamp out sellers that are bent on breaking Amazon's rules. They have a way that they want it to be, and you will play by their rules or they will take you out. Mm. is is the message that's coming through. It's happening very gradually. Amazon is a huge machine, so it's going to turn very slowly. But I would not be too bold with the measures you take if you plan on uh, going beyond what Amazon's terms of service is because that I think it's going to turn around and bite you faster than you might imagine. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want that. The other that. thing is, however... Amazon had never really had a very good reputation about taking suggestions and implementing them into their system because Amazon is Amazon and they're going to do it the way they're going to do it. Sure. But this shows that they listen and they make changes according to suggestions. Yeah, no, I okay. I agree. I mean, I I think it's I think it's great though that they are doing this because again it's going to level the playing field and then everyone that's coming in kind of doing all of these these uh tactics and and uh things that that to me are are loopholes as of right now um it's it's just like in google right i mean you can game the system for just so long and then you know from there you you got to rebuild yourself or try to clean things up and i'd rather go right. at it you know you know start it off with a clean slate and really build this for the long term I agree. And it very much, I mean, playing by their rules is very much a long-term strategy. And yes, you can break the rules and have your your products delisted and then change them and go back and forth and back and forth. But that's, it, to me, it seems like a two steps forward, one step back yeah. process. You're not gaining as much ground as you think you're gaining. Uh, so I don't know. It's, I would play by Amazon's rules, but I'm excited to see that they are open to changes. They are listening. Uh, I am definitely going to keep my eyes open for more changes. There are still there's still some confusing spots in Seller Central and in other style guides about title characters and whatnot. All that is supposedly in the works to be fixed. So uh, if you see any of those, bring them to Amazon's attention. Let them know. Yeah, no. Karen, thank you so much for spending uh, some time with us again today, updating us. I'm sure we'll have to have you back again when we have more updates and all this fun stuff. But uh, definitely really love talking to you about this stuff because I know that you're, you're, uh, you and your and your company is doing this on a regular basis. Why don't we, we remind people, um, number one, if people want to go to the show notes for this and uh, and get all of, the, uh, all of the things that we discussed here, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash one 
155. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash 155. And all of the notes and everything will be there. And and Karen does have a book, actually. And uh, the last time we did the episode 86, um, we talked about that. And uh, she has a book. I actually purchased the book and went through it. And I'll tell you what, it breaks things down, even got some worksheets and stuff to go through, which is really, really cool. Uh, so anyone that's just starting or that might want to revise their, their listings and, and play by the rules, definitely check out her book. Again, I will leave the link inside of the show notes. That's episode 155. And Karen, I believe that we have a, a coupon code that they can save uh, yep. a little bit of money. Yep. What yep. is what is that code again? Is it Scott? Um, I do 20? think it's Scott 20 and it is case sensitive. So um, you want to do it what was, <laughs> how did I give it to you the last time? I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be I, easier I if I just if it's do all it. caps or all lowercase is one or the other. Yeah. But what you'll but, do is you'll, you'll just go, go to that link and I am an affiliate just to let people know, but I'm a believer in it because I know what Karen does. She also does, um, do, um, you know, she'll do the listings for you as well. Like a done for you service. I know that she does get busy, so you'll definitely want to contact her and reach out and, uh, and get more information about that. But, uh, I've had a lot of my listeners and, uh, students, uh, actually use your services and everyone is really, really happy with oh, your, awesome. your done for you, for your services. So you're well, always, br- I have a team of awesome writers that do phenomenal work. If I do say so myself, I'm very proud of those, those, uh, gals and guys. So, uh, I'm glad that you have gotten some good response from that. Yeah, I've got I've got nothing but good. So uh, de- definitely ch- check out the show notes, though, guys. Uh, that's episode 155. So again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash 155. You'll get all of this here and um, and so much more because I mean, just to be able to to really dive into this and then also go back to 86. I'll leave a link to that episode as well. So Karen, once again, I want to thank you. Uh, this has been awesome. Always awesome talking about uh, in the trenches, uh, if you will, like you are with Amazon and having that rep kind of go back and forth with you. Really, really awesome. So once again, I want to thank you. Thanks so much, Scott. It has been a genuine pleasure. All right. Take care now. You too. Okay. So there you have it, right? Another great interview, a lot of great information. And I got to be honest, when I jump on with a lot of my guests, I don't have anything like written as far as like what we're going to cover. We just kind of let it flow. And a lot of these questions I ask because I have them myself. And sometimes it's because I know that you'll have them. So hopefully this has been helpful. I know it has to me. And I know that I'll be looking at my listings a little bit differently. And just remember, we want to play by the rules. Why? Well, because we're playing in Amazon's, you know, sandbox, their playground, right? We want to make sure that we abide by the rules. So this way here, we don't get our accounts banned and we don't, you know, lose our sales because they're going to do, you know, like some type of review on our account and all of that stuff. So definitely play by the rules. Don't do any of those shady tactics, uh, you know, and she breaks it down. I mean, she really does. Karen breaks everything down in really simple terms. Now, if you want to check out the show notes to this episode with all of the details that we talked about, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 155. Again, it's theamazingseller.com forward slash 155. And all of the resources and all of the uh, all of the different bullet points that we talked about today will be there. All right, so that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to. Come on now, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Oh,